0: SPECTRAL EVIDENCE EPISODE 6 ANOTHER ANGLE
1: oh. oh Christ, are you trying to give me a heart
2: attack? My bad. Technical difficulties. <laughs>
1: Believe me, I know this setup is exceptionally weird. You'll get used to it. Does this weird setup have to be down such a stupid long hallway,
2: with wires sticking out that a dude's definitely gonna trip over?
1: It's for privacy. (laughs) You're lucky we didn't plan on every recording being done in the meeting room. Between you and me, I'm still brainwashing how to edit this once it's finished. The audio's ought to be god-awful unless we doctor it a little. Hopefully not. Uh, is this thing on? Oh, most definitely. That noise. Ugh, it's awful. Nobody else seems to notice it as much as I do. Uh, I'll try my best to get it fixed. Need anything else from me?
2: Nah, take a rest. I got it from here.
1: Thanks. You're the best.
2: Jeez. Uh, Between me and you, I don't think she slept in days. And I do not want to push her buttons right now. So... If this malfunctions or anything crazy happens, the sky falls or something, I don't know. I'm going to try to figure it out on my own. I'm sure you don't know me yet because honestly I, I can't think of anything important it Did the first year everything started going to shit, I was kind of just there, you know? There were some kids with some fucked up magic and betrayal and all, and then there was me. Somebody's gotta be a witness, I guess, is what I'm saying. Feels like I'm giving testimony in a, in a court case, except you have just got to believe whatever crazy story we're telling you. So yeah. Hi, I'm Molly Wingfield. I'm a witness, I guess. Friday, that's my kid. She was about to go off to this treehouse they have. She'd just been grounded for maybe maybe a couple weeks. And I tried bringing her everywhere I could while her parents were out. Anyway, she was super excited to see her friends again, and I had plans to take her to that circ, not Circus, I mentioned. I was just about to get her to the treehouse before I remembered something. We got some pretty bad news the week before by her parents, and, um, well. Friday? Yeah? You know you're not. Grounded anymore, right? Yeah! So, uh, what's with the dustpan? It's not even noon. When I was your age, I was sleeping so long, my parents had to kick me out of the house, and even then, I just found a new place to crash. Man, I sound so old, huh?
3: Kinda. But I have to sweep! Where's your broom?
2: First of all, rude. Second of all, when's the last time you've ever seen me sweep, kiddo? Uh, Never. Exactly. Does a vacuum
3: count? No! You can't just vacuum the hardwood floor!
2: You totally can! And I do. It's way easier. And I can find you earplugs if you want. That thing is ancient. and It sounds like, uh, like... Just give me a sec. I don't know, I'm just not as poetic as your old man. There's a reason he wrote the songs and not me.
3: I don't need earplugs! I need a broom!
2: I feel like I saw an old one on the back porch some time ago. Do you need a specific kind, or...? Nope,
3: that'll work perfect. I'll go grab it!
2: You sure you know where to... look?
3: Look! I knew we had one! This'll be just perfect!
2: Perfect for what? The
3: preparations! For when Ma and Ba come home, I'm making sure everything is super clean and tidy. They say they like when I take initiative, and they're coming back so soon! I mean, a few months isn't soon, but if we get started early enough, once they're back everything will look so nice they'll forget they're even gone!
2: Oh, um, kiddo... Mm, uh, Um, man, I really wish I didn't have to tell you this way.
3: About what? Oh, they're coming home early! Oh, that means I have so much less time to prepare. Do you have any of those dusting wipes? I'll need them for the countertops and the TV stand. Friday,
2: uh, look, you know how they said they were gonna visit your dad's dad down south? Wow, how do I say this? There are, um, some medical complications. Gnarly ones. Oh. They're thinking about flying you down there to, uh, say goodbye if the fall break's extended and we'll all take a little time down there together to recover I got a few automated calls from the school mentioning the possibility of one of the upcoming snow days but, uh, temperature's chilly at best, anyway I suck at this, um, I, I really suck at this, I, I just I know how excited you are for them to come back and have everything be back to normal I don't want to ruin your fun it's the last thing I want to do they really tried to make it so you didn't have to mess up your schoolwork, you know? They, they want to see you do well, and part of that meant staying here with someone they knew and, and trusted to try and look after you. They're just worried about, um, oh my god, hey, ah, uh, hey, don't cry or anything. Come here. Why couldn't they tell me sooner? No, no, Friday, it's, it's not them, okay? It was my fault, kiddo. I'm sorry, I really meant to tell you when it happened. Stuff just slips the mind sometimes, you know?
3: No. They just didn't want to tell me. They do this every time.
2: That's not true.
3: It is true! When Ma said she visited Bowlock to see her old work friends, her sister passed away, and they didn't even tell me until after the funeral! And I really liked her. I wanted to at least get the chance to tell her that.
2: Wow. Um, damn. Okay, uh, I bet they just didn't want you to stress yourself out about it. I asked
3: them not to keep secrets anymore after that. I wish they would just tell me themselves.
2: I had no idea what to say. I mean, she was right. That sounded awful. I knew she was hurting. I just didn't know what to say. It was hard. Kids, when they're little, they're easy to play with and distract. I don't really know what life or death is. You can give them a picture book about the concept of it, if they're really going through it, and they'll come out just fine, right? They're like balloons. Kind of just float around, colorful, aimless, and bouncy. That's what I thought, anyway. Friday was still a kid. She was smart. She had a lot of love and empathy for other people, and that made it difficult to parent her without overstepping. I didn't want to dismiss anything she was feeling, but... <laughs> Yeah. I can make excuses all I want, but I know I could have done better. I just wanted her to know I was sorry. I'm not proud of how I handled it. I'm I'm not cut out to be a dad, really. Friday, she had perfectly, two perfectly fine parents. Way better than I could be. I wasn't trying to replace them. I was just supposed to look after their baby, which is a freaking gargantuan task to be totally real. The difference between some weird blob you swaddle up and bottle beat and a real human being is the blink of an eye. Bam. I don't know. I didn't know what part of the magic trick that is aging Friday was at. I guess I was still mid-blink. I'll have him call you tonight, okay? After your little club meeting or whatnot, you can talk all you want about it, and I'll make sure both of them are free. But for now, i packed you a lunch! PB and j Cut off the corners and everything. It's a white cat sticker on the bag, just like Fleabag over there. See? She likes it! No more frowns. Day Friday! Does anybody take me seriously? What? Come on, you love this stuff! You have like three butterfly clips in your hair at all times! This is the Sharpie stars on the side? It's not my best work, I'll admit it.
3: Molly, I'm not a baby. I'm nearly as old as... Alice and Ruth and everybody, and I still get treated like I'm five.
2: Well, you are a, a kid, kid, and you've got a big heart. We're just worried about you and-
3: Everybody's worried about me all the time. You guys must think I don't notice, but I do. I like having fun with you in the club, but everybody keeps secrets from me. I know what it's like to be sad, and I don't know, I guess- Keeping secrets doesn't protect me from feeling that. They keep secrets too, but... I wish Ma and ba were home.
2: They will be soon, Friday. Promise. I'm trying to make this a second home for you until you see them again.
3: That's what Jinx used to say. Then they died, and nobody told me.
2: I know. Um, I would undo all of that if, if I could. Me too. I should have said something. Anything. I just stood there. This was a sight of Friday I didn't really know. I knew she was capable of being said. Everybody is. But it's like, it's like when you have a little sibling and they say something that reminds you of when you were younger. It just gets you thinking about how you're, you're not that different. That you have an influence, you know? I hate to admit it, but it freaked me out a little that I was in charge of this kid's life. I've just been letting her do whatever she wanted to see if it made her happy. But it didn't! She wanted rules, structure, and a a clean house. She wanted her mom and dad back, and I just wasn't either of them. So I just drove her to the treehouse, quietly. She took the sandwich I made her, thanked me for it, but she didn't let me give her a kiss on the forehead on the way out. That stung. I watched her walk instead of skip over to the backyard fence and heard the voices of the other kids excited to greet her. Even Birdie's voice calling out from a window to the car. I didn't hear what she said. I just gave a tight smile and waved before driving. (sighs) Jesus, I made so many mistakes in an hour. With my streak of luck, I'm grateful I didn't crash the car right after
4: Friday! Finally! We have so much to catch you up on. Did you do any research or recruiting? Oh,
3: no. I forgot. Sorry.
4: Oh, that's fine. I'm going to tell everyone the new plan, so don't worry. You won't have missed out. Also, my mom left us snacks, and it took forever to haul up there because she said it was going to rain again soon and she didn't want to bring them out in the storm. You better hurry up if you want any left.
5: Friday! Jules is right. I think Alice is going to devour all of the snacks herself if you don't get up here. Well not. You ate all the leftover conchas my mom brought. We made those together. not my fault. They were good. Probably good you ate them, honestly. We didn't coordinate this time, so Jules's mom made fry bread with honey, and we had two different kinds of bread. It was less like a snack pile and more like a pile of sugar, wheat, and flour.
4: Hey, don't diss her fry bread. We have, like, five different toppings to put on it. Minimum. It's practically its own thing every time. How many toppings can you put on conchas?
5: How many colors can you put in fry bread?
4: Plenty. Not that we do, but... Hey, uh, what did you bring Friday? I saw a bag? Uh, not much. I brought a sandwich, I guess. Oh. Did you forget your candy bag again? No. I just... I don't know. What happened? Nothing. Friday, you are really, really, really bad at lying. Be honest. I... don't want to talk about it yet. That's honest. Thank you. I won't push it. Do you want a piece of bread?
5: Yeah. A little bit. Thank you. You can bring it up if you feel like it. Let's get into what we wanted to talk about for today for now. Okay? Jules, I know you wanted to say something. Right, straight to business.
4: Actually, club business is kind of what I'm worried about. I wanted to talk to you guys about this earlier, but... Well, Friday was grounded, and... I had plenty of stuff to work on and think about. After the storm, I guess I'm doubting what to do with the club itself. We haven't gotten anywhere, and... Now we know for sure that magic is totally real. It throws off everything.
5: Wait, huh? I thought we were solving the cases you brought up already assuming magic exists. You were so excited about it. If anything, it proved us right.
4: Sort of, but now what? Magic exists. What are we supposed to do about it? Who do we tell? Nobody's gonna believe us.
5: We just need information, and we don't have it yet. Well, we'll find it. We've already won half the battle by figuring out the cause. We just need information, and we don't have it yet. But we'll find it. We've already won half the battle by figuring out the cause.
4: Against what, though? The magic itself? The bear? The sky? What are we supposed to do? Walk outside when it's raining and declare war? Should we all stand out in a thunderstorm and hope we get struck and not die? We don't even know what it is we're fighting against. And... There's no way in hell we can face what was in the woods again alone.
5: I think she meant fighting metaphorically.
4: Whatever!
5: Let's slow down and think, okay? Breathe. We can rationalize it like we always
4: do. We could rationalize everything before monster bears existed.
6: They've always existed, technically. We just didn't know.
4: That doesn't make me feel
6: better.
5: Just being realistic. Listen, Jules. You seem really stressed out about figuring everything out right this instant.
4: How can I not be? My sister basically got stabbed by the sky.
5: And maybe a lot of other people did too. We don't know, and it's frightening. But you're not going to do any good by making yourself feel like the weight of all this is on your shoulders alone. I'm scared too, okay? I won't speak for Alice or Friday, but I am. We're not exactly in the position to forget everything that's happening around us when it's stalking us every step of the way. I know how you feel, wanting everything tacked under your thumb and pins with pretty strings on a clean cork board. I've got a lot on my plate and I don't have room for burnt mistakes. But even though it's hard to follow my own ex- advice, but even though it's hard to follow my own advice, I know how much it hurts to expect immediate perfection. We can move past this bump in the road together as a club. We can move past this bump in the road together. As a club. We can move past this bump in the road together. As a club. Ooh,
6: so that's why you're class president. Nice speech and debate skills.
4: Oh, hush. Man, I know you're right. It's just not as easy as saying it out loud. I can't make the fear go away just because I ask it to.
5: The fear doesn't have to go away. We just have to manage it. You have to remember that we can handle a lot as a team. And speaking of the team, I know you were going to suggest at this meeting that we stop recruiting. This fear doesn't have to go away. We just have to manage it. You have to remember that we can handle a lot as a team. And speaking of team, I know you were going to suggest at this meeting that we stop recruiting. That we stop recruiting.
4: Hey, I didn't say anything about that yet. Not
5: directly. You only left, say, 15 notes on the corkboard detailing your plans for today's meeting. Uh, scratch that, 16. I forgot the little red one in the corner
4: there. Okay, maybe. It was just gonna be a suggestion.
5: This doesn't have anything to do with Birdie and Kit not being here today, does it?
4: It wasn't all about them. I just, I don't know. Look, you guys know my sister kind of hates our investigations. Bertie humors me because, you know, she has to. But with all the stuff that's going on with her after our last meeting, I didn't want to push her to formally join. She's been super weird around the house the past few days, and she totally ditched me to go to this party she was talking about.
5: She got struck by lightning right in front of you, and now she's totally cool with everything going on and just partying somewhere?
4: Well, she's not totally cool with it. She says she's gonna lie to our mom. And that's not easy. I know because I sneak out, like, all the time. I don't know what she's thinking.
6: If I found out I had magic or got struck by
4: lightning, I'd probably lay in
6: bed and do nothing for a week. Just a process.
4: Exactly. It's weird. You guys also know that Kit's been staying here again, and... You're probably wondering why he's not attending. A lot changed when we came back from the woods. Obviously. And we talked while Bertie was gone. But he was so mean. He's just a lot more snappy. More on edge than he used to be. He was nice when we were younger. I remember. I really really wanted her to join up with our investigations, but she didn't think it was worth it anymore, apparently. So, no new members after all.
6: I tried to talk to some other kids about it, but no one was really interested.
4: Same here. Friday? You've been kinda quiet. Really quiet, actually. Oh, oh, uh, sorry. No, no, you don't have to apologize. I didn't want to leave you out. That's all. I know I've been pushing for new members, but I really like the club the way it is right now. Then why did you want us to try and recruit in the first place? I don't know. I guess mostly so we could get taken seriously. I mean, obviously Kit doesn't think our mission is important. And Birdie doesn't either. But they don't even seem to want to help. They both just left me. Left us.
5: It's okay. I know what you meant.
4: I don't want you guys to leave. Aw, Jules. I know it doesn't sound that serious, but I can't help feeling like you guys are going to leave if I don't keep it interesting. If I don't know exactly where we're going next.
5: The club is interesting because you're interesting, not because of what we research. Can you imagine our same club sat in silence, just researching all this stuff endlessly without any snacks or breaks or sleepovers? That would suck. I've run a lot of clubs, Jules. There's a million groups dedicated to the supernatural out there. Only one of them has us as members. She's right. I'd probably have way less fun if we didn't get to eat conchas. If you didn't get to eat conchas. Same difference. Anyway, back to the point of what I was saying. We won't be going anywhere. I hate to bring this up. I really do. But I think we need to talk about Jinx. I think we've been talking around what happened for too long. I know we need to take our time researching this magic business, but we also need to know, clearly, our end goal. Not all of us knew Jinx personally, but we all know why everyone's so hesitant to bring up their name. We circle the idea of a supernatural and mysterious force, and now that we have some sort of lead on it through Birdie, You're ignoring it in favor of the other disappearances, of the other disappearances in the area. And maybe you want to keep it local, and maybe you want to keep it local, sure, but we only try to research the disappearances here. Only ever connect the strings when it has to do with Worm Harbor. Only ever connect the strings when it has to do with Worm Harbor. Whether it's Mary's kid or Mr. Blair's father, All of those cases are just different avenues to find the same person without saying their name. Excuse me if my guess is less than educated, but I think you want to find Jinx.
4: Don't you?
5: Of course I do. I'm still grieving. Everyone is. I know Birdie is too, in her own way. Even though it upsets me that she would just up and leave you for some party. Some people don't want to find them. They just want to find peace. Or they want to move on and pretend it never happened. And remember the past with only a sense of melancholy fondness. You and I, the whole club, are not some people. I want to find out what happened, too. I want to find out what happened, too. I want justice because I miss them. Every day. I miss how they used to talk about ghosts and magic like you do. And I'm going to remember them for the rest of my life. But I'm also worried about what's happening now. You want eyes on this. You want new brains to think and process what's going on. You want people to care that this is happening. But you and I are aware that knowing about a disappearance alone doesn't make anyone really care. I mean, imagine if we were constantly swarmed by publicists begging for a story we don't know how to tell, all the way into high school, or college, or adulthood. They'd swallow the story, mindlessly hungry for dramatic cliffhangers, and in the process, eat us alive. Imagine reliving losing Jinx, over and over, for an audience, not people who care. I don't know if anyone can handle another disappearance. I would be devastated if something happened to you or anybody I know. So, should we really spend our time trying to put together pieces of a puzzle? So, should we really spend our time trying to put together pieces of a puzzle from the past? Or should we turn our attention to the people who are quietly
4: fearful, terrified, here and now? I still feel like I owe it to the others that disappeared to find out what happened to them. I promise they're not just boxes to check off on this list of mysteries, but I thought connecting those dots would help us in our search for Jinx without having to think about them being gone.
5: I think we're just going about this the wrong way. It's been a while, Jules. Like I said before, it's never going to stop hurting like that. But we can start cracking this open together, and maybe that'll relieve some of the
4: pressure. We can't split up too badly, okay? You know, I would never stop blaming myself for not trying hard enough if one of you guys went missing. We can't split up too badly, okay? We won't. It's not like
6: I have anything better to do.
4: You wouldn't leave us if you found something better, though, right?
6: It's not like I can do sports or anything. It's hard enough for me to get up the ladder now. I couldn't walk away from this club even if I wanted to. Get it? Like, physically. Oh, come on, that was supposed to be funny.
5: That is not funny. That's sad. It can be both. But,
6: in all seriousness, I feel similarly. I suppose it's worth mentioning that I still don't really know who Jinx was, and I believe I'm the odd one out in that sense. I don't have the personal connection to them that you all did. Even Ruth knew of them, but I joined the party too late. I'll never really know what they were like before, or even what you all were like. Still, that doesn't mean anything to me. I like you all the way you are now. And frankly, it hurts to see my friends hurting. Even if I don't quite understand, I want to help. I won't walk away from any of you when it gets tough.
3: Guys? Hey, Friday, what's up? I didn't know how to say it before, but now I'm just gonna feel even more awful if I don't. Go on. I didn't want to make anybody sad. I might have to go visit my mom and dad down in New Mexico, if the schools say we have to stay home. Wait, really? Why? Family stuff. A hospital visit's gonna be longer now. And they want to stay. They might take me down there.
4: How long? Not too long, right? I don't know. I have to decide, I think, how long I'm gonna be down there.
3: But I can't decide. I miss my parents so much, but I want to stay here with my friends. I want to see my family before they go. But I need to know where my other family went. I'm so confused on what to do. I'm scared of leaving somebody behind and coming back and they're just gone. I'm scared you'll get mad at
5: me for leaving if I have to. Sticking together doesn't mean we have to be in the same place. We can check up on each other, you know? We have phones, or your parents have phones for you to call us with. We'll still like you all the same, and you can come back
4: for breaks and stuff.
5: But what if I miss you guys too? What if I don't come back for a long time? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Alice is right. Jules too. We're here for you now. And we will be later, no matter what. And we will be later, no matter what. So don't worry about us. Just worry about what you need to do to get through it. There's no need to make a choice right now. Okay. I really love you guys. Well, Friday, come here. (laughs) You can't
3: move the beanbag. It's too heavy.
5: (laughs) I'm coming to you. Jules, Alice, you do the same. Move your beanbags, but don't knock any of the drinks over. None of us want to drag towels up here.
1: Hey, you four. Sorry to ruin the fun. It's supposed to storm. You need to get inside. Oh, but it's
4: not even time yet. You can continue your meetings in the living room. Inside doesn't have bean bags. Okay, we got to pack up, guys. Uh meeting adjourned, I think. We all know what we have to do, right?
5: Well, not really. We circled right back around to where we started. Where do we go from here? We want to find Jinx, but we also need to figure out where this magic stems from, and how it works for us to really get a handle on the situation. I'm not sure where
6: to start. I don't know that I'll do any good finding Jinx, especially because I
5: don't know what they look like. I'm much more attuned to the magic research route. You'd do really well with that, Alice. Maybe we can sort of partner up? Jules, Friday... You both know a lot more about Jinx than we ever did. And I like the idea of sinking my teeth into researching magical properties and origins. Maybe you can look over her case again together. Retrace the steps. It might help you to dig deeper into parts that might have been too sensitive before to think about.
4: Would that be okay, Friday? I know it's still a sore subject. For both of us. No, no! It's okay!
3: I can handle it! I promise! I want to help find them! I want to be a
5: part of this! Okay, then I guess that's all. Perfect. We have a plan.
1: I'm not kidding! It's supposed to snow, too. Are you serious? I just told you I was. If I can't convince you, I think the idea of Mom nagging you for leaving the fry bread leftovers up there will. Coming!
4: Oh, Friday. You call me tonight, and we can figure out our first steps. Okay?
3: Yes, perfect! I just have to talk to... Molly. Molly. Yeah. I'll tell you what I come up with.
4: I'm sure Alice and Ruth can take theirs from there.
1: I've got it handled.
4: I knew I could count on you. Aw,
1: you sap. (sighs) I hate to break you guys up, but I've got to ask something of Friday. Do you mind
6: if I cut your meeting short? Works for me. My mom's trying to call me anyways.
4: Sure. Uh, do you want to ask? Ask what? What we talked about before the meeting? We
5: talk about a lot of things.
4: The, uh... (sighs) Ugh. Can we have a sleepover?
5: <laughs> Why are you asking me?
4: Oh, just because usually we use the guest bedroom and, you know... Is he still here?
1: Oh, right. Um, Kid's still here, yes. Although, <laughs> he's barely left the room. I haven't seen him being out of the house so much. Uh, You guys can always use the living room? That'll be fine. Alright, well, uh, Jules, check in with Mom, but... I don't see any reason why you can't. Uh, Friday? I want to talk for just a second, uh, if that's okay. Come with me to the front? We can wait for Molly on the couch. It's way too cold outside now to stay on the porch. Okay. Gosh, it feels like the weather never lets up now. I wish we could have one warm day again. You must be
3: cold. I've never seen you wear that jacket.
1: Oh, yeah, um, Valerie and Miss April gave it to me Though it's mostly to hide the scar
3: <sighs> At least all the rain keeps the kitty inside I don't want to go chasing her again I had to give her a bath Because she got into the backyard and got her paws all muddy
1: <laughs> It's funny you mention her Uh She's actually exactly what I wanted to talk about Your cat, is, is she doing anything, uh, strange at all? Mm, I don't know I've never had a cat like her. I guess she sheds a lot? Uh, That's pretty normal for cats with long fur. I meant her behavior.
3: I guess she doesn't like the cat food we give her.
1: She's a picky kitty. Hmm. Still pretty normal, but... um, You know how I've been seeing that nice lady, Valerie? The jacket lady!
3: I've never met her, I don't think.
1: Well, I've been going over a lot. I haven't been telling Kit because he gets pretty upset if I hide this sort of thing from him, and he doesn't like her much, but not the point. Valerie's been telling me she sees a cat all the time that looks just like yours. Same paws, same tail shape, same everything. She's been asking if you could bring her over, just for a day, to check something. I'm not really sure what, but do you think that'd be alright? Sure. I don't know if I have a cat carrier, though. We've got one. I think. An old one. I'll dig around in the attic and see what I can find. Does a Saturday work? Probably. I'd have to ask.
3: Oh, what if they're sisters? That would be so cute.
1: Um uh, maybe. We'll see. Thanks a lot, Friday. You'll really like Valerie and April. They're pretty sweet ladies. They've been helping me out a lot. With what? The, uh, uh, magic stuff. God, that is so weird to say. I don't know if it'll ever stop sounding strange to me. I promise I'll explain everything to you when we're at Valerie's. It's a lot to get into, but I think you should know. You were there, after all. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm really sorry if that whole situation scared you. You seemed fine, but when I thought about it a while later. It didn't feel
3: scary when it happened. Later, maybe. It wasn't your fault.
1: Sure feels like it sometimes. Everybody still sort of looks at me like they've seen a ghost. I feel like one, too. You don't
3: look like a ghost to me.
1: (laughs) You know that's not what I mean, you nut.
3: I know. Just trying to make you feel better.
1: Aw, you don't need to make me feel better. That's not why we're friends. You and I have been through a lot, and some of it's the same stuff, but you're still a kid. I'm I'm sorry I haven't been as good of an older sister figure as I used to be when we were all a lot closer. I still love and care about you the same as I used to. Thank you. Come here, sit next to me. Molly just let me know he'll be here in a minute. He was busy grabbing some groceries, he said.
3: Probably more peanut butter again. Or sandwiches.
1: You know, my mom always tells me how much she wants to cook for you again. You should let her. Otherwise, she'll have to lecture me for not convincing you, so you'll be doing me a favor. I will. That's for you.
2: Hey, Bertie, Jules, you got an umbrella? It's really coming down out here. I'll see what I can do.
3: I'll just run really fast to the car. You sure? Yeah, it might be fun.
1: (laughs) Okay, just make sure you make a big splash in a puddle for me. I think I'm staying in the rest of the night. I
3: will. See you on Saturday, I hope. Find that cat carrier. All
2: right, right, will do. <laughs> I was so relieved when she got in the car with a lot more pep than she'd left it with just a couple hours before. I was worried sick that I'd somehow, like, squashed all of the happiness out of her, like, popping a balloon animal or something. I felt so much better until I saw that lunch bag. She was trying to hide behind her back, you know, with the same guilty look that dogs give you when they've knocked over a potted plant. She wouldn't look anywhere but the window. She was real deep in thought. felt awful. I really, really needed my plan to work. I think I, I ran a stop sign on the way home. Not that that was a super uncommon occurrence, but, you know, goes to show I was distracted. I opened the door and prayed very quietly for the first time. Well, in a very long time. Hey, kiddo. Close your eyes real quick.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Do I have to put my hands over my eyes?
2: Whatever your heart desires, as long as you can't see inside. Don't open them until I say so, or the surprise part will kind of suck. I'll maneuver you so you don't run into a wall. Mm
6: -hmm.
2: Smell anything? Uh,
1: burnt... Post? What?
2: No. Okay, maybe it's like a little burnt. But what besides that? (laughs) Seafood! Yeah, yes. That's super close to one of them.
3: Can I eat it?
2: Oh yeah, I wouldn't just make this stuff so you could smell it. Okay, weirdo, you can take your hands off your eyes now. You can't just eat this with just your mouth. That is going to be so messy and I cannot afford another table right now if we stain it.
3: You didn't say I could take them away yet. Wait, oh. like, are we these?
2: The best grapes you've ever had? Hopefully.
3: How did you learn to make bonseo? I didn't know you even knew what it was. I haven't had this since I was a baby.
2: I didn't, honestly. I enlisted the help of your dad. He sent me a bunch of recipes that he had stored away. I may have Googled two of them. I wanted to... Make something that reminded you of them being here. So, oh, uh, and I made that three bean drink. The colorful one with the layers. That one's for dessert, though. You have to wait to drink it.
3: These are both desserts.
2: Oh, um, well, second dessert then, I guess. What's this other one? I don't remember this. It's something my nano used to make when I was younger. Crispy samosas. But I totally messed up with the way I made it, and I couldn't find cumin because somehow I ran out. And I had to go all the way to the next town over to get some and i don't, I don't like the softer ones as much personally, so you know it's uh it's kind of it's kind of funny. tried to avoid making the crust too thick, so I flattened it and then it came out way too thin and it came out way way too crispy and kind of like the bonzo. <sighs> not my best work, but at least I remembered how to
3: I don't care if it's not perfect. it smells like home
2: ah, uh, hey, I'm trying I know. Me too. That's good enough. Shit's tough. Yeah, shit's tough. Whoa! Language! Do not repeat that! But if you do, you did not hear it from me, okay? I'll
3: just say I heard it on the street.
2: (laughs) Good to hear. Look, I, I know you miss your parents more than anything. I'm never going to be just like them, but I am going to try a lot harder with this parenting stuff and to be more honest with you i know i've been making excuses with the new job and all but i mean it i don't want you to feel like i'm babying you i really do care about you kid i believe you I can't imagine what everything would have been like if i didn't push through my own guilt and frustration making her something that reminded her of an easier time brought us a lot closer even if it wasn't bringing her parents home it was bringing a little piece of her home back and mine too you know i i always had a pretty solid relationship with my parents you know i kept in touch with them a lot but i never really brought them with me in a way i wanted to i was an only child I spent every single moment I could out of the house doing everything I could to make a statement and a difference in a world that cared very little about what I had to say. I did not know that then. I didn't keep any pictures of my parents hanging up or any childhood memorabilia, no first tooth or anything like that. It was just me, for a long time, shit little house with peeling paint and a roof without most of its shingles. Sucks in the winter. But it was a well-loved house, and it felt like mine, and I I wanted to make it feel like Fridays, too. I never wanted her to feel alone again. And honestly, I watched Kit grow up without a dad. I watched the change in him and how he became angry and bitter, but it's not like I could just step in, you know? Now I had a chance just wanted to be the dad to Friday that Finn never was. Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Sorry for making this a psych session. I haven't been to a therapist in months. You know that? (laughs) Anybody listening should go see one. It's great if you want to tell stories without getting deep into your darkest fears or whatever. I hope that's all I needed to say for now. Crazy exhausted. See you when I see ya.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Calliope Monroe, creator of Spectral Evidence and Astro Podcasting Network production. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and rate and review it wherever you're listening to us. You can find us on our website at spectralevidence.card.co or on social media. We're spec underscore pod on Twitter and Spectral Evidence pod on Tumblr. You can also find us on Patreon at Mix Eli Ramos. That's M-X-E-L-I-R-A-M-O-S. You can support Aster Podcasting Network at different tiers and get rewards like early access to episodes, annotated scripts, commentaries, behind-the-scenes posts, art, and even merch. It's not just for Spectral Evidence, but all the shows on the network. The money you give directly goes to supporting our editor, showrunners, and actors who make these shows possible. Please support us if you have the means. Audio editing done by Eli Ramos. Script editing done by Anigo Sherwani. Georgia Head as Bertie Aylesworth. Sorrel Pepoli as Jules Aylesworth, Bree Hahn as Friday Dow, Anigo Sherwani as Molly Wingfield, Reb Keener as Ruth Belrose, and Eli Ramos as Alice Eve May. Additional voices were provided by Eli Ramos. Attributions for sound and music used can be found in the show notes. Thanks to Ezra Lee Buck, Audrey Pham, and Miriam Brown, the $20 patrons on our Patreon. And just a personal note, I would like to thank you all for being so kind to us during our hiatus. I know it's been quite a while since we released an episode, but it was a well-needed break, and I know that there are some new voices involved, but I hope you love them all the same, because they're fantastic voice actors. So yeah, thank you so much.